To defeat an enemy, you must know them. Not just their battle tactics, but their history, philosophy, art. To the Chiss Ascendancy Podcast. Well, well, well. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to... The Chiss Ascendancy. It is episode 55. And we're 55, talking... that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, today, we're talking about the goofy side of Star Wars, or the silly side of Star Wars, which everyone... Tickles your fancy. Uh, Star Wars is such a classic. It's such a... Um, what am I looking for here? It's it's just something... It's, it's such a cornerstone of society when it comes to filmmaking, when it comes to creativity, and when it comes to, uh, you know... You hear people say stuff like, you know, just follow your heart, follow your dreams when it comes to your career and things like that. Uh, but George Lucas was one of the first people to actually go and do that, to go and do something different that wasn't with the grain. You know what I'm saying? So there is a serious side to it. And I feel like there's precedent from before George Lucas in history, like Benjamin Franklin or Jesus Christ. Well, obviously I'm talking like in the film industry. Uh, but one of the, one of the best parts of star Wars is the fun stuff, the silly stuff, the things Mm. that. Uh, just the little Georgisms, you know, when you're watching the, when you're watching the creation of episode one and they're just driving down a back road in California and there's somebody holding a, a Jar Jar head doing this in the back of a truck to see how they could kept capture yeah, it on it looks film like when they're writing. Yeah. Yeah. So just, really just funny. stuff like there is stuff like that is just the, the, the creme de la creme de la Star Wars. Um, creme de la creme de la Edgar. Mm hmm. Uh, and so I thought what we could do would be fun is just go through the episodes, uh, one through nine. And then after nine, we can talk about some of the side stuff, stuff we've seen in Clone Wars or Mandalorian or other cartoons, or maybe even the holiday special Christmas special, uh, and kind of go from there. So talk to me about things that stand out to you from episode one, when it comes to the silliness that is star Wars. I feel like episode one is going to give us the most content to talk about. Um, except for maybe attack of the clones. Yeah. Where do we even start? I mean, you got the pod races, you've got all these fun alien creatures Mm -hmm. that you can, I don't know it's alien creatures, you know, so their expressions are different than yours. So everything seems kind of goofy. It's interesting that, you know, Episode one has such a, uh, there's a negative, you know, aura around it from the outside I looking in. It. I really enjoy it. The one thing that I do think is really funny is people are like, I think that George Lucas could be a little bit, you know, I think he could look down on other ethnicities because, you know, you got the Gungans who are obviously Jamaicans. You got the Nymoidians who are supposed to be Asian folks. And then you got Wado who's supposed to be a Jew. And I was like, hang on a second. <laughs> Is this not your racist mind at work looking at these characters? Uh, but it is kind of funny that you've got like Boss Nass. And then if you go on a cruise to Jamaica, like they're trying to sell you something I'm like, hey, Boss Man, hey, Boss Man. 
And so it is kind of funny that it's Boss Nass. Is Boss his first name or is that his title? I feel like that's a title. Imagine being in charge of a whole group of people and being like, my title is Boss. I don't know. Michael Scott <laughs> likes that. He's like, that's so Boss. You know, Boss used to be such... An impressive title. I know, but you're also making the point that I'm making about yeah. It appeals to Michael Scott, you know. But it appeals to someone else, and that's what yeah. we're that's what we're onto with the Gungans. I mean, you're talking about people that live in like uh, pretty dope underwater bubbles, but they still live in underwater bubbles. Also, what the heck has Boss Nass been eating? All the fish. All of dude. Them. He is the bigger fish. <laughs> Everybody else is like in shape. Jar Jar has like a. 12-foot vertical and Boss Nass is like one giant under chin. Well, you got to think about, we're in, talking about a society, the th- the top of it is Boss. Like, that's the highest they can think. So they're probably still stuck in the part of society where the bigger you are, the more power you have. Like, yeah. the Hawaiian kings would have attractive women rub their bellies so they could eat more food, so they would be more powerful. Yeah, it helps with dige- my, uh, digestion. Yeah. Oh, to be a Hawaiian king. But think about it, too, because, like, what are they eating besides fish? You know what I mean? People who have a fish-rich uh, diet are usually pretty skinny. Yeah, but I mean... So the can, filets this dude is putting away... You guys, I don't know. The filet fish is this guy's putting physiology away. is alien to me. <laughs> He's in one of those moods. All right. What uh, does that mean? I'm just, hilarious? Uh, but I, I think the, the funny thing is today we were kind of... Thinking, okay, what are the parts that are really silly that stand out to us from every episode of Star Wars? You said, so I was like, okay, so starting with episode one, and you're like, yes, the whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. Uh, I just think, I think of all the movies that something serious mm-hmm. turns funny, I think we have a lot to work with in Phantom Menace. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the whole conversation between Anakin and Qui-Gon, where he's like, maybe I killed a Jedi Master and took his sword, and he's like, impossible (laughs) or he's like did you come to free us and he's like nope he's like i think you have i think you have the whole conversation is hilarious yeah but it's supposed to be serious i also think it's really funny whenever the uh the naboo starfighters getting ready to go into space and there's just a tank right outside their door and it's like ready yeah the ultimate camper yeah like he knew they just positioned it there and he's the only one just chilling and bad at his job Mm mm-hmm I always like. Yeah, Miss is pretty bad. He hits one of them. Yeah, he gets one of them. I just feel like if you're a droid and you're programmed to do something, you would be better at it. You yeah. Know? But they talk about, I guess, it's expensive to put the same routine programming in other droids. Well, they talk about the fact that. Because, um, you know, they have B1s the- are more affordable, B2s are extremely more expensive but there's been more people joining the group at this point yeah their name is supa yeah but uh when you look at like the assassin droids that are introduced in the clone oh, yeah, wars cool. who are like super op apparently those are very 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 expensive or to like create. The, uh, the strategy droids or they have those special droids that are like razor thin like the ones from uh transformers in that one episode when they're uh transporting all the senators and obi-wan is arguing with his sweet love Hmm. Do you remember that? I'm having a hard time remembering that. Uh, I'll give you a hint. There was the senator from Ryloth, and all he talked about the whole episode was food. (laughs) The boss, you mean? Yeah, the boss. Uh, I think another thing that's, I mean, it's supposed to be kind of silly, but, 
you know, the pod race was supposed to be an hour long in and of itself. And it was supposed to be an hour long. Yeah. The pod race was planned to be an hour long. And that's why, a terrible idea. No, I I'm here for it. An hour long pod race. Yes, please. More Tuscans. This comes from the guy who wants Anakin to be Jar Jar though. So who, who can, who can trust him? Uh, the viewers with, trust me with decisions. The viewers trust me. Um, but I think about an hour long pod race and imagine those two dudes ooh, ah, talking. I can't remember their freaking names, but the two announcers. Oh yeah. Greg, that's gotta hurt. Greg Proops. Yeah. He's the voice. And then the other the whose lines anyway guy. I don't know what the other guy is, but imagine those guys for an hour. And I you, feel like the charm would wear off after like 25 minutes. You'd have to. Tops. How long is the pod race? I don't know. 15 minutes. Maybe. What do you think? Look that up, Jamie. Uh, dude, it's got to be 15, 20 minutes, right? I would say like 15 tops. If it was an hour, they would just have to have like 60 pod, race, pod racers to begin with. I'll tell you what was an hour. My attempt at the pod race in Lego Star Wars. And that was the most infuriating hour of my mm. life. The most infuriating hour of my life. Nine minutes. Nine minutes. Dang. The most infuriating hour of my life is whenever you're uh, you're trying to get that last canister that we haven't gotten to oh, get the hundred yeah. percent completion, and you even watch YouTube videos and it's like, yes, jump down here on Bespin, and every single time it kills me, and my yeah. Lego body just explodes. Yeah, and I still don't know how they do it. I mean, I haven't revisited it as an adult, so <sighs> maybe it's easier than I made it out to be. Uh, why don't you give us your best pod racer about to die in, uh, impersonation? <laughs> this one. Yeah. (laughs) I've worked on that my whole life. Dude, there will be times that we'll be driving down the road and there'll be like a tire in the middle of the road and Samuel will go, I've practiced it so much. It's like my knee-jerk reaction to near-death car accidents. It's funny because in episode one, even the making of it is funny. They're like, so Ray Park, there's this moment where Darth Maul is cut in half. How do you even fathom that? How do you, you know, how do you come up with a visual? How do you come up with a ex- facial expression, you know? And he said, I tried to make a face like I make when I'm concentrating while I'm trying to poop. Did he really say that? Yeah. So Darth gets cut in half and he's like, so if you look at it, you can kind of see it is a poop face. Now, if you go back and watch episode one. Especially after you have kids and you know what somebody else's poop face looks like, like you're intimately familiar mm-hmm. with that. Oh, my, I know because my kid will just be like blood red in the face. Yeah, just like Darth Maul. Just it's, like Darth Maul. It's, it's spot on. tattoos. I'll say, hey, Wolfie, what are you doing? Are you pooping? And he goes, yeah. His voice is just coming from like his stomach. Uh, it's also funny that the people who are supposed to be Asian are the only people who count. Now there are two of them. Well, it's not a very high number to count to, though. That's kind of low brow, George. I don't know. I feel like Watto counted the credits pretty well. And that plays right into the trope. That plays right into their... Right into their racist hands. Is that what you wanted, the people? That's so funny. Episode two has some great stuff, too, because you've got Anakin's cringe love, the entire movie. I think Uh, I, maybe I've talked about this before, but I had a tweet that went absolutely nowhere where I said, uh, for the fellas, (laughs) (laughs) here's a uh, pickup line that has 100% success rate. And I quote, it's like, you're killing me. That's not what it says, but he's like, I'm, uh, you terrorized me. I cry every night in my sleep oh, for the, you. The sexy scene from episode two where they're at the yeah, fire. The fireplace for some reason. You are tormenting me. Isn't it supposed me. to be like one of the most temperate 
planets in the galaxy. Dude. On a boo? Yeah, I feel like I would be sweating my uh, about to pop out of my dress boobs off in, the, <laughs> in front of that fireplace talking about daggum bacon on the sands on the island. I don't know what they do on Naboo. You're inside my very soul, tormenting me by that kiss you should never have gave me. Dude, she's like, my how you've grown. He's like, you too. More beautiful, I mean. For a senator. I mean. I think. Dude. Have I used the force to cut a peach yet? Bro, I think that Obi-Wan just lets it go because he knows how terrible (laughs) Anakin is at flirting. Yeah, little did we know. If Anakin was a little bit sexier, Obi-Wan would have toned it down. Dude, little did we know Obi-Wan was the guy. He had the romantic love life. This whole time behind the scenes. Little did we know that Padme was easy. That's what it came down to. Didn't have to be impressed at all. One fake. Did you even see how smooth he was levitating that pair across the table? Apparently, that's a meal on Naboo, by the way. That's why they're all so thin, except for Boss Nass. Levitates a pear. Boss Nass is like, Slice no more pears. <laughs> Fruit doesn't make it below the water line. It does if you're the boss. If you want Apparently, some. red meat only makes it down there. Mm. He just He's all beefed up. Nice. They do have those uh, alien cows on Naboo. Yeah, I always think that's Nerf, but that's not Nerf. I can't remember the name of it. Big rumps. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just Anakin's cringe love the whole time. When he's like sweating and Obi-Wan's yeah, trying to... in front to, of a fireplace. No, I'm talking about on the on the elevator. And Obi-Wan's oh, yeah. trying to help him be smooth. He's like, relax. And then he's like... I was always a little... Both impressed and like, I don't unimpressed. I don't know the right word to express like disgusted, surprised, cringe, disappointed. I don't feel like that's strong enough. Uh, Very disappointed <laughs> to to express. I don't know. I just I wanted him to shut up when he kept talking about how like how openly he was talking about. You know, being obsessed with Padme, essentially. Yo, imagine not seeing someone for 10 years and then being there like... There must not be very much booty in the galaxy. <laughs> that's that's so not true because like five minutes later, we're in that cool club and it's nothing but. Yeah. It's like body paint galore. That's my thing, though. It's like there aren't other fish in the sea for Anakin, you know? Not in the Naboo Sea. I've thought about you every day. I can't imagine, like, me... All right, I'm 25. What if you, dude... If I was still hung up on the girl I dated when I was 15, I'd be a freaking loser. Dude, imagine if you could hear... uh, If you could hear Obi-Wan under his breath, and Anakin just goes, I've thought about you every day, Padme. And you just hear Obi-Wan go, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Anakin, shut up. You're embarrassing me. Anakin... Good God. No wonder Luminara wants nothing to do with you. Oh. <laughs> Just hitting on like girls of the temple. Why wasn't he hitting on Ayla Sakura, huh? What's going on with her? Mm-hmm. A little Shock T action? Nothing? Force Unleashed? I feel like Shock T is a little old. It's something. You can't tell. She's red. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it means you don't know what. I don't know how they age. You, the taller the things. You can tell. Apparently, that's not a thing either because of Ahsoka's head tails in the Mandalorian. 
you know? <laughs> all hey. I'm saying is that crusty old Togruton and freaking the Clone Wars when they were freeing all the slaves, you know, uh-huh. the one that only painted and stuff, his were up to the roof. Yeah, very, very. You know, he was old. Okay, what about, um, you know who I bet would have been down to uh, oh my God. <laughs> relationize was that that hot that hot piece that's in the library, Joe Costa New. <laughs> like a fine, smart librarian wine. Gross. <laughs> that's that's the. Uh, I'd rather just pay the the late fees for that one. <laughs> like Blockbuster sends you a bill for a hundred bucks. Fine, you want Caddyshack? A hundred bucks. No wonder they're out of business. What am I just scumbags? Do you think anybody ever got charged a hundred bucks by Blockbuster? Uh, I think that if you like just didn't return a movie, they would send you a bill for way more than the movie was worth. No. That was supposed to be the big punishment so that you would return your movie. So I would just like start buying the movies from that point on. Well, that's that's why they don't exist. <laughs> uh, that is why they doesn't exist. I, we drove by a mattress firm the other day that used to be a Blockbuster, and I was like, ah, Sad days. What used to be. You know what? That blockbuster. You can still King... see the faint outline of the. Yeah, you really can. The rip ticket. The big ticket. Um, the blockbuster in Kingwood is where we harassed dad in the checkout line until he bought us those Jar Jar toys when we still lived in Kingwood. Mm. It's also where I bought space balls for $5, which mom stole from me because me spending my own money on things that I want is not allowed, apparently. Comb the desert! Yeah, that movie's freaking hilarious. I don't care what anybody says. You hear me, mom? It's funny. <laughs> You know she what doesn't else? hear me. She doesn't watch the you show. You know what else is? <laughs> she ain't loyal. You know what else is? She ain't loyal to my five bucks. She ain't loyal to me now. You know what's silly about uh, episode two is when Jedi Master Coleman Trevor is like, I'm a giant dinosaur with a green lightsaber. Yeah, he does look like, like Ducky from Land Before Time. What if? No, no, no. I was going to say, what if he's falling to his No, no, no. Quack. Hey, what's your favorite arena animal? Uh, the Reek. I've always liked the Reek. I thought the Reek was cool, too. I thought the Ackley was probably scarier yeah, than the Reek. Yeah, scarier for sure. I think the cat might be the scariest, though. But then what? less scary. Yeah. Did you see how many eyes it had? Uh, did you see how many it claws? Had two, tails. two tails. Yeah. It's not going to bite you with its tail. It might. Dude, that freaking. Hey, what if hey. it could grab you though? No, because I think. But it's also a wimp. It's I like, think. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like it. It got punked by a chick that doesn't even like have the force or whatever. But uh, the Vornskers, they have tails like that, and they whip them. They're barbed and they're poison. I think that cat's designed off of the description of a Vornsker. The next two. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. Because I was listening to Heir to the Empire for the first time, and I thought. It was the thing, so I had to look it up, and it was not. It's interesting that Vornskers are described as felines, but they kind of look canine when you look up a picture of them. Mm. In the face, they have kind of the elongated face, you know? Uh, I think also it's really funny that uh, (laughs) the women and the children lines. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know what's not goofy and what's really cool is Padme's bottomless, endless suitcases that she puts like 16 Dude, outfits in. she does in. change outfits a bunch. No, but also while she's packing, if you watch that scene where he's like, in a lot of ways, I'm better than Obi-Wan. 
<laughs> Which is such a middle school thing to do. I remember I liked this girl in middle school. Yeah, but he's still stuck on his middle school crush. So that's basically that's where he's true. at. His mind has been there. He's like, he's 30, but really mentally. He's, he's been hanging like, out with the other Padawans that are like three yeah. years old. So he's he just took a whole step back. A whole uh, heroine's worth of step back that apparently stunts your mental growth for as long as you're on it. So you're mentally the same age as somebody that you're eight years older than. Like that. <laughs> so back to the Star Wars talk. Um, <laughs> when the, there's that freaking Halloween <laughs> with the suitcases, though it's like bottomless popcorn bucket, like and a bottomless then, appetite for heroin. Uh, here we go. Uh, but <laughs> the freaking. Um, that was so loud. Uh, but the freaking Hayden Christensen, bless his heart. It's not his fault that he did the job that George was asking for. He did apparently. He did the spot on job, exactly what George wanted. But like, I don't know. I, maybe it's the Canadian accent. No, you know, no hate to like any of my no. Canadian friends. But like, can you okay. imagine an actual Canadian accent? He's like, I hate the Sandy. <laughs> freaking hate it. Can't stand the Sandy. Sounds like Jordan Peterson. And you know what? If the Tuscans would make their bed, you know what? You know what? Naboo could use with the, some snow. Eh? The first thing the Tuscans should do is make their bed. And if you made your bed, Tuscans, you'd have more things going for you. You have no drive. You have no ambition. You know, now that I think about it, I haven't heard a really good uh, Canadian accent in the Star Wars universe. They're really underrepresented. We got well, Talon Card. He's got the sexy. You don't know if he's like Italian or Spanish or I, French. No, he's Russian. That's he's Russian for sure. Talon Card. He strikes me as Russian for sure. What about his suave, smooth, sexy exterior? And then... Well, I know that he looks he looks like more tan and things like that. Mark but Thompson like, reads him like this. I don't Dallin know. Dalengard. That's how he says his name. Dalengard. What does that sound like to you? Spanish. It sounds Spanish. I guess it is kind of Spanish. I guess he I had think... a whole Puss in Boots thing going on. Uh, well, uh, I was thinking of... That's where you draw the line is me saying puss in boots. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going Freaking with weird moral system you got going on over there on versus, that side of the table. Versus what have I said? Uh, you made a whole sex joke about Joe Costa new and you're going to draw the line at puss in boots? <laughs> I didn't know you were going to say puss in boots. That's the joke. I'm making Spanish references. But that's I was, like... I don't. My bag doesn't go very deep. I was going right? to say that I got I that thought, and I got Prince Caspian. That's I thought, all I got. <laughs> Prince Caspian. I thought that... Uh, he was Russian because of like the kind of the mob feel. Let's talk about Prince Caspian for a minute. Uh, talking about people that get hung up on one chick for a long time when they apparently should have like limitless access to chicks because he's literally a prince. Who's he hung up on? Susan. Oh. What a waste. What a waste. If you read the rest of the book, she's not even allowed in Narnia anymore. Oh, snap. She's a sinner. Yeah. She was seduced by plastic and lipsticks. It's what it's what C.S. Lewis. <laughs> These freaking women in their lipstick. Going to hell. Useless. Probably cuts her hair. Yep. Probably wears her pants. Probably goes to parties. I don't know why I'm transatlantic. He's definitely English. Watching a freaking television, see? Anyway. I was going to say that I think because of the mob, like he was a smuggler, that sort of thing. I thought of the Russian mafia is kind of what yeah, I thought of. Yeah, but it's kind of like um, Cassian, you know? Cassian kind of has that thing going on, but he's kind of Spanishy. Yeah, it's because the guy that plays Caspian is actually Spanish. 
Yeah, but the guy that might play Talon Card might be thinking that they're making a Spanish-y voice a la Mark Thompson. I'm going to text Mark and ask. Spanish. Um, also, the the two things that stand out the silliest to me from episode two, we've really got to move on, but it's so funny. <laughs> is I, I told you we were going to be stuck on one and two forever. I love Let's... how when Watto's surprised, he goes, Eleni? Oh, I did you! With his freaking wings. Little flap. Whoa! Little flap of surprise. Dude, what if he couldn't control that? What if, like, the way that we go, oh, like, you know, you don't see your, the face you're making? A hot Tuscan Raider walks by and goes, whoa, look at that Tuscan Raider. It's pretty hot on Tatooine. They're all smoldering, probably. The twin sons. You know what I'm talking about. I don't. Probably getting his <laughs> twin sons all hot and bothered under there. Whoa! <laughs> okay, the single funniest line. I still line... can't keep up with the things that he decides cross the line and don't cross the line. I was making a joke about what you didn't say. Okay, it was subtle humor. It wasn't that the, subtle. The joke, uh, not the joke, but the, one of the funniest. It's not supposed to be funny, okay? But something that I don't know if it's because of it was funny to me in college with me and a couple of my close friends. But the whole Shmi is my wife, <laughs> Kling Lars, Shmi is my wife. I don't know Kuil, why. Is that you under there? <laughs> Lift up the hood and see if it's Kawil in there. <laughs> Get out of here. But yeah, three of your human lifetimes, one of which I was married to a slave woman. <laughs> Tommy, she was taken by the Tuscan Raiders. Hate those guys. Not hey. more than they hated my legs, though. But yeah, Shmi is my wife, dude. I think when I you needed the now, wheelchair like... so that there was extra room for like compartments for the control levers. <laughs> what? He was operating from the inside, like that little oh, uh, oh, oh. assassin. Uh, Small, small person from Clone Wars. I forget what his name is. Oh, crap. I can't remember. In that big suit of armor. Yeah. He's actually a pretty cool... Uh, he's a pretty sought-after Clone Wars action figure. Man, I can't remember his name. Uh, all right, episode three. The main thing that I'm thinking of is just the whole Sheev-Mace-Windu dialogue. There is nothing besides the Sheev-Mace-Windu duel for silliness. Dude. Ah, <laughs> my hand! What if, dude? What if there was dude, even the, actual... the part where it's supposed to be menacing, and he's just like, ah, freaking memes, dude. Yeah, memes. I like the whole time it looks like he's smirking still. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I, I can't even take this seriously. For real, are you serious? He just like has a whole loop breaks character. What's an aluminum falcon? <laughs> yeah, we went straight into robot chicken Sheev. Uh, do you think that Sheev actually lost to Mace Windu or you think no, he let himself lose? He threw that fight. Thank you. If you disagree, you're wrong. Um, there is. None higher than the Sheev Palpatine in the dueling arts. I would also say that one of my favorites is, I'm sure you all have noticed this because you're listening to a Star Wars podcast, uh, but if you are watching the droid attack on the Wookiees, uh, whenever, <laughs> Freaking the, meme. whenever the Wookiees oh. are trying to attack that snail tank droid, and one of the Wookiees goes, and does the freaking Tarzan sound on his way to put that... Mm. that Grain on there. Or can we talk about hello there? Hello there. 
Great memes. I think I have a busted blood vessel behind my eye. Dang. All right, episode four. Uh, to me, one of the funniest ones that I just it's just George's writing is so funny, but of course I know him. He's me. He's me. <laughs> that just gets me every single time. I also like that you've got this menacing group of people. There's still a lot of mystique because nobody had heard the Husk or Tuscan Raiders before. The Huskin Taters. The Nebraska Husker Raiders. Core. <laughs> <laughs> But you got the freaking, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the Tuscans. You could play them up any way you want. And George is like, all right, so what if we scare them away with a scary scream? They get startled and they run off. You know what I mean? And why has that scream changed so many times over the years? I don't know. It's got to stay scary with the times. You know, kids throw potential by by television. Dude. I can't even think of all the different ones. There's one now. It's like we What are those like? Where <laughs> he just like whips out the pipes. Oh my god, that's so funny, dude! My eye really hurts. Holy I'm actually crap. Scottish under here, which uh, Ewan McGregor is Scottish. This is a deep cut. Yeah, Ewan always talks about how the Scots are responsible for modern life. Mm. Uh, also, power converters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> whiny Luke. Dude, Mark Hamill's voice is pretty whiny in that movie. <laughs> He's like when Trey Kennedy yeah, has his the kids middle school. What? <laughs> I did it! Stop! <laughs> Oh my eye, God dang. Just kill me. It's a good thing he uh, smoked all those death sticks so he could have the cool vote for uh, seven through nine. Who? Oh, Mark Hamill? I guess he didn't talk in seven. R.I.P. To Mark Hamill? Yeah. Do you think he smoked? I think everybody smoked. Not as much as Carrie Fisher, but they all smoked. On. Bring him back. <laughs> Adam Driver's like, I'm not going back there until she admits that she still smokes. She says she doesn't smoke, but she totally does. What's he saying? <laughs> you call me a freaking smoker again. You'll be sleeping with the fishes and Talon Card. Oh, R.I.P. Talon Card. He deserved to why. be canon. He's a cool character. I don't know why she turned into Gilbert Godfrey, but... <laughs> Aladdin, touch the lamp. <laughs> uh, I freaking I, love that voice. Another one is, uh, you ever notice if you go back and you're watching episode four that there's just a super tall Jawa? Yeah, I do. There's a Jawa that's about, like, yeah. I'm coming over there. <laughs> He's doing the big guy walk. Yeah. Super Somehow crazy, walking, wacky, inflatable, and flailing guy. Somehow walking backwards and forwards at the same time. Oh yeah, like when a like gangly, a forwards moonwalk. Basically, like whenever you see like that cow character from early Mickey Mouse cartoons. Oh wow, look at here. Yeah, you yeah. know what still throws me, even though we looked it up a while ago, is that uh, Pete used to be a cat originally in the Mickey Mouse cartoons. Yeah, what is he? I don't know, some sort of nutria. <laughs> Just a big old. He's. I think he's still a cat. A giant cat. 
He doesn't look so cat, though, you know what I mean? He was a villain for a long time, and then he just kind of became... Uh, a jerk. Yeah. He's still a villain a lot of times, though. He was the villain from The Three Musketeers. Yeah, but... You're just too so. small. I've been looking forward to this all month. All month. I love that. That's He's a great movie. <clears throat> I also like him from uh, that line that he says in... Um, goofy movie tour is like, come on, son. I can miss you if you won't leave. Hilarious. Yep. I'm also still jealous to this day of that <laughs> RV from the first Goofy movie. Yeah, that had the bowling alley that rolled all the way out for like 90 feet. Yeah. Basketball goal, swimming pool, jacuzzi. Hmm. The whole kit and caboodle. Check the and map, And it was so spacious goof. inside. They had like a whole like cafeteria floor waxer mm-hmm. in there. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Uh, also, it's it's not supposed to be silly, but the first lightsaber fight between Obi Wan and Darth Vader is pretty silly. It's to me. silly now. It would have been so cool in theaters though to see that for the first time, dude. Imagine you're watching in '77. You're like, these guys are bad to the bone, and they're like, mm. Alec Guinness is like, huh? I don't. Is there a person in there? <laughs> it's a giant. Why do some a, of this? Is this a robot? You don't touch it. I dare you. I dare you. Hey. Ooh, yeah. Oh, uh-huh. you know what else is really funny is... uh, No, when he's like sneaking around behind all the stormtroopers and he's like, force throw rock. I don't know. He like flips the lever. Yeah, how does that work? And the stormtroopers are like, just... what was that? And he's like, I don't know. Some some kind of soup. You know? like <laughs> Some just, kind of soup. <laughs> just kind of brushes. Is, is that the Grinch? Yeah. Potpourri. I don't know. Some kind of soup. Some kind of soup. Yeah. How does that work? He's like, he just does like this and a rock drops somewhere else. And they're like, let's check it out. Yeah. I don't know what the heck it was. Dude, you know that Look, those stormtroopers are freaking. That one's also really funny. Do you know that those stormtroopers are so freaking lazy? There's like over a million people on that battle station, all of whom work for the Empire. There's nothing to patrol. You know, then in real life, if it was like, you're like, yeah, this place is freaking falling apart. Hate this job. It was one lousy space station. Yeah. Not a moon. <clears throat> Wish it was a moon. I, <laughs> I'd i kill for a moon right now. I also appreciate uh, Jabba's sound that he makes when Han walks on his tail. Oh, yeah, that is funny. I also like that. <laughs> You're a terrific human being. Yeah. That's great. Long snoots noise. Yeah, I think, though, maybe the best meme material for me when I really think about it is Look, sir, droids. Look, sir, droids. That's freaking hilarious. Because he just kind of yeah. pops up. He's got a washer. And the family guy, the it's like, <clears throat> look, sir, droids. And then he goes, ooh, a penny. Yeah. That's <laughs> so freaking uh, Episode five has some pretty funny things. I just like tauntauns. They're silly. Um, mm-hmm. And then Ozzel's yeah. death gets me. When he's killing Admiral Ozzel, and he's like, Oh, you know what we passed up on A New Hope is uh, almost there, <laughs> which I quote, I don't know, on a, on a weekly basis probably. Dude, to this day, I'm trying to stay in the moment in the movie, and I'm like, God, how many times is this guy going to say this? Almost there. <laughs> almost there. Just getting closer and closer, and you zoom out. He's so far what away. What if he's just peeing? Almost there. Uh, sorry. They got to have some sort of like catheter system set up, right? Oh, God. <laughs> Get back to 
right though they might be in there for hours it definitely there's definitely in there for hours it's got there's got to be something like nascar drivers they have something like that set up do they really yeah they got like a p-tube goes down their leg why not just ugh. 500 laps buddy i know in but it for the cath- hall. Uh, is it a catheter though mm. how much does nascar some kind of pay because you gotta pay me lot. some coins it, there's some money in there boy yeah? i don't think it's a catheter i think that would be kind of like a that's, in, that's invasive well, I think, it, yeah, that's kind of just like a risk, but I, there's definitely a P-tube of some sort. Why don't they just wear like a... a uh, like a giant diaper a onesie? Up. Yeah. Because you can only pee once in one of those. We're looking for utility. Oh, what if it just drains up the bottom of the car? Just pee goes on the track. Like oil slick? <laughs> yeah, why not? Just drink a whole bunch of water the whole yeah, time. There's already a bunch else. of other bull crap going on the, else going on the road. Uh, okay, I think that... Um, the giant space worm is silly. Yeah, love it. Uh, I like the way it has its little ears. Yeah, the tiny, tiny ogre ears. Yeah, I love those. What if it was like, slick? <laughs> because I don't. Uh, our first time seeing Yoda is really city. Really city? Why don't I say that? Really silly. Uh, and then his, uh, dude, him and R2 completely in cahoots fighting over the rack of cheetos and snickers bars those taquitos those are taquitos for sure nobody will ever change my mind yeah there's cheetos taquitos little twixes mm. there's just some Get a little twix up his sleeve yeah <laughs> <laughs> also luke hasn't matured at all he's pissed off they didn't can go to his friend's house to play color game boy and then his reserve food just in case he crashes somewhere is a bag of cheetos on a tray you know Thank God we have these Cheetos, R2. Can this we talk about us. the fact that he cl- crash-landed on, like, a whole planet, and he's like, hey, you live here. You know this person? It's like <laughs> a whole planet, though, you know what I mean? That's true. He could be freaking anywhere. And it's funny because... Uh, Unless he's that guy that lives in the swamp from Avatar. Swamp Bender? Yeah, and he's connected to all the vines. But it is funny that... Time is an illusion. If you think that... um. He does ask the first person he sees, and when he says, not very many cities, tons of life readings, though. Like, there's, like, off the charts, like, it stands out to him how much, like, organic stuff is going on down there. And the first little frog guy sees, you know Yoda, Jedi Master? He's been in hiding for, like, 25 years. Great warrior, I bet. (laughs) He doesn't know anything about him. Hey, and while I'm asking, you have any power converters? Or a Game Boy Color. Is there a Toshi Station chain around here? Toshi Station. <laughs> hey, I bet you if we all get on Reddit, we could really drive up the price of Toshi Station <laughs> stocks today. <laughs> and really stick it to those other guys. Uh, I really also love the Emperor's first face. If you go back in time mm. and look at Sheev, it's not... They've redone it a thousand times, but it was like a girl wearing a monkey costume <laughs> or something. So it's like... We have a new enemy. <laughs> this face. We have a new enemy. Do I still have it? I Bananas. That a bunch. I don't know why. For this moment, I guess. Mm-hmm. We have a new enemy. The man in the yellow hat. <laughs> Such a curious George reference. Yeah. <laughs> There's a shortage of bananas on the Death Star. Uh, 
that's a lot of stuff from episode five. Episode six, oh. uh, anything and everything in Jabba's palace. How snotty the dadgum Gamorrean's noses are. Every time I see them, I go. That is gross. I see them and I'm like. Ooh. Top moment from the sequel trilogy. We're not going to make it. We can go. Okay. Uh, also, Akbar is really silly. Uh, another one that I quote on a semi-regular basis for no reason in particular is uh, that the go ahead. okay. Go ahead. Sorry, okay. sorry, sorry. I was guessing. I didn't know. But by go ahead. <clears throat> that thing's operational. Stand a better chance we will against that death star. <laughs> It sounds like you're... The blast came from the Death Star. <laughs> it sounds like... He doesn't even say the whole word. It Death sounds... Star. You're Stephen Hawking and your vocoder is Billy D. Williams' Every... voice. <laughs> <laughs> that thing's operational. <laughs> it's pretty good, though. Pretty good. No, Billy it is D. good. It's just... It's really funny. Uh, okay. Hello? We'll, we'll go ahead to uh, episode seven, although... Uh, General Maydean's fake beard is silly. Um, <laughs> episode seven, Unkar Plutt, who just looks like a giant gross. One I just imagine him as like a, a fat Cockney Britishman. <laughs> yeah. Just let me finish the word before you <laughs> flinch. All right. It's a thing. But uh, yeah. One counter potion. Governor. Scotland Yard. <laughs> Somebody stole my droid. Somebody stole my heather shoes. I can't hurrah nor can I glide. He's not going anywhere. I've got His forearms tell me that he is immobile. <laughs> I've watched enough of my 600-pound life to know someone who's not walking anywhere yeah, you can by tell the that shape that, of their forearms. You can tell that guy's butt cheeks are flat. <laughs> flat as a pancake. Like a shelf. I would like to point out that He's I stayed at the forearms, which is like what the least invasive part of the body, and just I went straight to butt cheeks. Hey, passed right over elbows and shoulders. He's got those and the flappy parts of the arm. He's got those dual wheeled hips that he can put use as a mouse pad for online gaming. I like how he he closed the window, but then he doesn't go anywhere. I'm not leaving. I've got spine. <laughs> I've got sideburns at a wazoo. You ever notice that those freaking British guys from like Sherlock Holmes are like, you know what a woman loves? Giant sideburns. She's like, he's got sideburns that just won't quit. (laughs) They go all the way down to his knees. (laughs) The rest of it shaved is just. It just not. It sounds, dude. Do more of like a Wallace and Gromit British lady. Think teeth. Who's got (laughs) sideburns? This is Belge. I've <laughs> <laughs> got some bones to touch my foot. He's got sideburns like Mrs. Mulch. Hold on to your mouth, so just your sideburns. Try to talk by sh- while showing the most teeth you possibly can. <laughs> I've got little teeth, man. I don't know what I can do for you. <laughs> He's hide. This is not. <laughs> this is not. Uh, okay. Another thing that really stood out to me was uh, when Ray just yells, Tell him a parkwa. 
that's always the job done. Yeah, it's always just I don't know. It's just so or the way she's wearing the the helmet, just sitting there, bad posture, eating her water bread. How does that work? Mm-hmm. The freaking water bread. They reference it though in uh, Into the Dark. The novel came out this week. Oh really? Yeah, I'm a little bit into it, and one of the girls stirs a little powder, and she gets a sweet bun. Ooh, it's sweet. Mm-hmm. I imagine. You know what I imagine? I imagine that it's just like expired Pop Tarts, and our Uncle Arplet's given to you, and it's not even sweet anymore. Yeah, it I'm probably learning, just makes diarrhea. I'm learning you can judge the uh, age group of who the new Star Wars books are intended for by the age of the female pilot that they introduce. <laughs> Is there a young adult female pilot? There in this is, one? as Good it call. turns out. Oh man! That's and so a funny. child female pilot in uh, Test of Courage, and full-grown female pilots in Brick. What is it? Light of the Jedi. Yeah, they're all starting to blend together. Um, I also thought that huge Snoke was kind of silly, mm. and I thought it was even sillier that the fan art was coming out like, "Man, Luke's really got to suit up for this one." <laughs> And it was Luke, like with in his bravest pose against Nebuchadnezzar statue size. Like a freaking forty-five Snoke. foot. Yeah, no, no shot on that one. You'd have to kill him like freaking Star Killer kills the Rancors in Force Unleashed. He he'd just like to... jumps, like does the loop de loop on his head, stabbing him with his lightsaber every time. Well, he'd probably have to work? do how Wolverine <clears throat> cuts down that flight of uh, uh, fire escape stairs in the Origins. Freaking love it. Yeah. Uh, episode 8. Uh, one of the silly things that I don't like about Star Wars is the Hux mom jokes from the beginning of The Last Jedi. I'm sure you are is the highlight of that movie. You'll never change my mind. Correct. Um, the bird nuns mm. on uh, Luke's planet is really funny to me. And then, you know what's the silliest of things is that giant walrus ostrich with the boob milk. <laughs> Yeah. It looked kind of green to me. Yeah. Whatever it is, it comes out thick. It looks like it's a straight up Like a milkshake. milkshake. Yeah. Good call. Dude, and Luke's like, <laughs> you can tell that he's drinking it and it's like chunky. It's like spoiled milk. He's like. <clears throat> <laughs> like he wants Ray to think, man, this guy's life sucks. I don't want to hang out with this guy. Yeah. <sighs> Just dripping down his freaking beard. What if Ryan Johnson really? (laughs) What if Ryan Johnson really hated Luke and was like, "All right, let's do that one again with the chunky milk." That's how he sounds to me. I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are. That's the highlight right there. Uh, All of Canto Bite is pretty silly. What else is the highlight for me? And that would be uh. Blow that piece of junk out of the sky. Yeah. Freaking love it. You can tell I love him because I actually had those sound bits ready. Ready to go. For for more than a year now, it turns out. <laughs> yeah, that's Angry Kylo Ren is the my highlight. favorite. Oh, of course. Um, I'm trying to think of something else that's really funny. Uh, episode 8, I, I also... my fist through this whole stupid, beautiful, lousy, stupid, perfect, wonderful, terrible town... You know, those... she sounds like she's trying to write a book title for like It's a Wonderful Life. No, like uh, the what's the I don't know Alexander and the terrible, no good, lousy, awful, gosh darn, the worst kind of freaking day. 
I don't know what they're called. You know what I'm talking about, yeah, yeah, though? Yeah, the no good, horrible, totally bad day or whatever. Yeah, the ones that you were never allowed to buy because they had too many negative words at the Scholastic Book Fair. <sighs> yep, those. <laughs> those in the witchcraft books. And none of those demonic books that has kids turn into animals. <laughs> Animorphs is the devil. And Pokemon cards don't burn. What's that tell you? Dude, I was working at a church one time when Pokemon Go came out. In the next staff meeting, I thought we were going to do something productive. Guess what happened? Talked about Pokemon Go, I guess. The kids pastor came in with a freaking binder. I'm talking about like a playbook and was like, this is all the information I have about Pokemons. It stands for Pocket Demons. And she had like every single freaking... Name of everyone and why it had a demonic power and it's just a bunch of bullcrap. Were you like, I freaking love Charizard? <laughs> I think you said that wrong. Yep, that's how much I know. Um, and then episode nine. Charmander, is that one? Charizard is what you're Squirtle? thinking of. Squirtle. Squirtle is real, yeah. Mm. Episode the nine. like a beat. Right off the bat, <laughs> right off the bat you have Claude, who mm. is that giant. Slug. He looks like that with one, a painted on face. He looks like that uh, one monster from Monsters Inc. where they shove the extra eyes in his face. Mm. Yeah, 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 totally. I mean, uh, their light speed skipping and they're like, Claude, you fixing it? And he's like, That's really silly. No. Oh, jeez, dude. <laughs> Audio spike. Holy God. Uh. Um, not silly, but really cool and creative is the light speed skipping and the different styles of planets. I already know what my favorite part is, by the way. I know too. Uh, I do love um, when they're space when they're skipping, and there's that one that's like it's like turns into a it's like the whole world is mirrored. So as they're flipping, there's like two falcons. You know what I'm talking about? You know what uh, that whole scene reminded me of mm. was the scene in Spaceballs where they're like the relative speeds that are above uh, light speed. And he's they, like they went gone plaid. to plaid. That's what that reminded me of. Just like the escalation. That's what, what a dude! That's such a that's such a funny like thought. That's a hilarious concept. They've gone to plaid. Mm. I'm my own best friend. I'm a mog. <laughs> John Candy had lost a lot of weight for that role, and then uh, ate it right back in dog food. Oh, uh, okay. Go ahead. <clears throat> my favorite part is when they're on the planet and they find Lando, and Lando tells them where to go, and the driver goes, "Okay." That's my freaking favorite. I made that joke for like three weeks straight. Every time somebody told me to do something, I go, okay. And then he just shuts the little door. Yeah, he just shuts the little door. Freaking, okay. What a freaking Muppet. That's the best part. Uh, Snoke in a jar is really silly. Mm. And uh, not that it's silly. I it was cool, But though. it's just, no, it is. That's what's funny is like there's some things that are silly or just stand out that are different. Yeah. But that's Star Wars. I'll tell you something that competes with okay for me was the fact that, uh, when Sheev was like reborn, his clothes changed too. Mm-hmm. He got a nice, like Gucci robe. A little Hugh Hefner with outfit. A nice little uh, red lining. Look what fine quality robe you have made. Mm. Yeah. Uh, okay. <clears throat> or uh, uh, Babu Frick. Hey, hey. Yeah, like just little stuff like that. I love You'll it. be dead. Dead, dead. Dead, dead. Stuff like that's just so funny. Hey, hey. Babu Freak. Babu Freak. My name Babu Freak. Um, and then, of course, Space Base is something that's really different and mm. cool. Um, okay, here's a couple of extras that I put. What, tell, you what, tell me what you think. 
the snake guy from Clone Wars who's helping Savage Opress find Maul. So, so. time for my leftovers. Yeah. Uh, I wish I was better at different voices and not that one, but that's what I've got. Looking for somebody, looks like. I can help you for a prize. Mm, so. Um, <clears throat> okay. The blue warriors who are like made obese by technology mm. from the original Clone from Wars. From the O3 Clone Wars, yeah. Yeah. It's like, what if we gave them a bionicle arm and it really just killed their calorie count? <laughs> I didn't understand that. It's like, obviously, the concept was, I guess, what ended up being grievous or like something like that. Like they're thinking cool. about, yeah, it was cool. It was just so funny to me. I got a nice brother bear vibe from that whole episode. Oh, very much so. Yeah, Anakin's are the same. Uh, the cool uh, tattoo slugs. That was really cool. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. Uh, they crawl all over Anakin, and that's how he gets that, oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, tribal yeah, on his yeah, chest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Let's talk about the real one, which is uh, Han from the Christmas special. That was my last Han. one, where he's like, Luke, who's this guy? <laughs> I can't even... Boba Fett. <laughs> he looked like a freaking character from uh, Fat Albert. Yeah, I was going to say... I can't even, like, smush my face forward enough. He moves. What's going on over here? He looks like he's moving underwater the whole time. Luke's like, we got to get out of here. And he's like, how be combi? Right after I smoke some more marijuana. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, he does, like, stoned out of his mind. Out of his mind. Dude, I love it whenever they show... A stylized version of someone from a cartoon mm-hmm. and be like nailed it <laughs> it's like, like the most caricature caricaturish drawing they could possibly have done right anyway that's but, the silly uh, stuff of star wars i'm yeah. sure i mean we missed we skipped over plenty, oh there's tons of stuff that's silly about so star much. wars but the point of this episode was to keep the laughs rolling and talk about one of the most beautiful and fun parts of star wars is the silly stuff that really stands out um, and that's what makes the magic about the cantina. It's not that that's silly, but like it's so different. You mm-hmm. know, you have a bunch of weird conehead looking people with buttholes for a mouth <laughs> playing music called jizz. And that's Star that's actually, Wars. That's actually what it's called. <laughs> that's what it's called. So just stuff like that is just so funny. There's a guy that's just standing with a box in his hand. I wish and it like, looks like a little. It looks like he just had the burner of a stove, and he's like, bang, bang. I just bang. wish somebody would go back in time and be like, no, George, something else, like jazz, maybe. No, you get it, space jazz, but with an eye, <laughs> jazz. Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. It's too late now. Can't uh, fix it. Yeah, so funny, but that's the that's some of the best parts of Star Wars. Those are the parts that stick with you, and so. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please like this video, subscribe to the channel, share it with your friends, and may the Force be with you. And uh, remember, one of the best parts of Star Wars is the fact that uh, the only family you have here is me. We'll see you next week.